You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Thursday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is presented by the Peacock and Williamson podcast. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you a national perspective on all of the latest NFL news, so make sure you check out the Peacock and Williamson podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcast. But as for our Thursday episode of the Locked On Titans podcast, we have a lot to discuss. The Titans had practice on Wednesday, and this practice was different than any other practice the Titans have had throughout training camp. I'm going to tell you why it was different, why it makes sense that they did it this way. Also, we are going to talk about some guys who will not be playing in the Titans' first preseason game on Friday. We got that information volunteered to us by Titans head coach Mike Vrabel. And speaking of Titans head coach Mike Vrabel, he had a very interesting press conference on Wednesday. Gave a lot of updates, a lot of good thoughts going into the preseason game on Friday. I'm going to play just a couple of highlights about certain topics that I have for you there. And then to cap off our show, the Titans made two additional signings on Wednesday always churning the back end of the roster. I'm going to tell you who they picked up and what that might mean for who's on the roster right now. So a big time Thursday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. fans, we are going to kick off this Thursday episode of the Locked On Titans podcast discussing everything you need to know from Wednesday's training camp practice and why it was different than any practice the Titans have had throughout training camp so far. But before we get into that, do got to remind you guys, I'm going to be putting out Monday through Friday daily Tennessee Titans content here on the Locked On Titans podcast all year long. There's not another Titans content creator that can say that. So make sure that you never miss an episode of the number one Tennessee Titans podcast in the world by subscribing to the Locked on Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. Check me out on social media for additional content on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans on Facebook at Locked on Titans pod and make sure you check out the Locked on Titans YouTube page that started this week. I have some great content planned for the YouTube page, including an instant reaction about 10-minute YouTube video I'm going to be posting directly after the game on Friday night. So you're not going to want to miss any of the video content that I will be putting up there as well. Subscribe to the Locked On Titans podcast. Subscribe to the Locked On Titans YouTube page. But with all that housekeeping out of the way, let's get into Titans Wednesday practice. And first off, the Titans have been practicing at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time pretty much every single day of training camp. It makes sense trying to beat the heat, the hottest part of the day, keep the guys healthy, all that. But Wednesday's practice was at basically 3.45 Central Standard Time. And you may be asking yourself, why the time difference? Well, it is specifically to get the team ready for the game in Atlanta on Friday. The Titans are going to be playing that game at night 
at 7 p.m. Eastern time, I do believe is kickoff. So you got to make sure that the guys' bodies are used to this. It's like when they fly over to the West Coast, and although it's a 1 o'clock game, it's really not 1 o'clock to the players' bodies because they came from the east side of the country. So for the Titans, it'd be feel like 3 p.m. When you're used to kicking off a football game at noon in your time zone, kicking off that late, that different in time, that really can mess with an athlete's body. So Mike Rabel's just trying to get the guys in the habit of being ready to go later in the day. Now, one thing that they did to also help that out, Wednesday's practice was not a normal practice in any way. It was mostly just walk through, mostly just jog through. They were trying to simulate getting ready for the game. The guys came out, did their warm-ups, did their individual periods they do with their coaches, just like what they're going to do before a game. And then it was mostly walk-throughs, jog-throughs, situational things. Hey, you know, we just scored a touchdown, kickoff team out on the field, sudden change of possession, defense out on the field, punt team, Two-minute drill, 10 seconds left, got to run the field goal team out there. Things like that, it was all walk-through, jog-through, situational activity, so not truly uh, a normal training camp practice. And again, Mike Vrabel just trying to prepare the guys for what's about to happen when the preseason rolls around. Now, outside of that, do got to talk about some of the guys that didn't participate. There was no A.J. Brown, no Julio Jones, no Nate Davis, no Ben Jones, no Dane Crookshank, no Elijah Molden, no Kendall Lamb. Now, AJ did come out. He was on the bike. Did see Julio Jones out talking to general manager John Robinson walking around the field. Same thing, Nate Davis was out on the field just not participating. And the reason for that is guys have to be used to coming out and supporting their teammates even if they're not going to play in the game. I mean, if if Julio Jones was not going to play in the game, you would still like to see him out on the field on the sideline supporting his teammates. All that stuff is very important to team chemistry. So that's why that happened. Remember, the Titans are going to travel to Atlanta on Thursday. So when you hear this, it will be a travel day for the Titans. They will arrive on Friday. Now, speaking of the players arriving on Friday, some of the players are not making the trip. And Mike Vrabel did say in his press conference after practice on Wednesday that if a player travels to the game, they're going to be expected to play in the game. So do not expect... Ryan Tannehill or Derrick Henry to play in that game. I'm going to talk a little bit more on tomorrow's show when I really give you guys my my preview for the preseason game. I'm going to talk about some other guys who I think won't play in that game, but Mike Vrabel did say that Tannehill, Derrick Henry will not be playing. He also did say that rookie cornerback first round pick Caleb Farley will not be playing, and I don't know if that's part of his return to play plan. All Mike Vrabel said was, Caleb's not ready to play in a football game. I don't know if that's health-related or he's just struggling out there, uh, slow on the uptake. We've heard about Mike Vrabel criticizing him out on the field at times during practice, so maybe he doesn't think the rookie has earned the opportunity to be out there and play in the game because mentally he's not in it. So who knows right now what, what exactly the reason is for that, but again, don't expect Ryan Tannehill, Caleb Farley, or Derrick Henry, and those are the confirmed names. Now, if Derrick Henry's going to be out, that means Mike Vrabel did announce Darrington Evans will be the starting running back for the Titans on Friday night. Big opportunity for Darrington Evans, who needs to be a big piece of this Titans offense going forward. But 
what I want to do next, we talked a lot about things that Mike Vrabel has said. I want to play some of the highlights from Mike Vrabel's press conference to you, things that I picked out that I thought were very, very interesting. He talked a lot about the rookies, and he also talked about what exactly he is looking for in this preseason game from his roster. Before we get into that conversation, do want to remind you guys about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business that's been serving online customers for over 20 years. Rockauto.com's catalog is really easy to use, really easy to navigate. You can see all the parts available for your car or truck. Quickly go through all the brands, specifications, and prices that are available. Make sure that you head to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your vehicle, and when you place your order. Make sure that you write locked on in the how did you hear about us box right underneath your shipping information so they know that I sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. We are going to continue this Thursday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast, getting into some of the highlights from Mike Vrabel's press conference on Wednesday night. Found some very interesting information within that. Before we get into that, a little bit of a special request from me to you guys. So, Big opportunity for me arise this week. I'm sure a lot of you guys know there's a Locked On NFL National Show that is Monday through Friday where they cover all of the NFL and all the big topics from around the league. Well, as of this season and as of today, I am now one of the co-hosts of the Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Once again, uh, I'm very honored to have the opportunity to cover not only the Titans, but cover the NFL nationally for the network. Remember, Thursday is my day. And while, of course, I encourage you to check out the Locked On NFL Podcast every day of the week, tons of talent in this network, and I'm proud to call them my co-workers, especially to help me out. If you guys like my show, it would help me out a ton if you would listen to the Locked On NFL Podcast, subscribe to that Also, subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page. My show that I'll be doing will be put up on YouTube as well. I would appreciate all of your guys' support. It would let them know that I have the ability to get extra eyes and a new audience into the national show. Um, Obviously, you guys enjoy my content here. I think that you would enjoy me talking about the NFL in general as well. So I hope you guys give me the opportunity to prove that I can cover the NFL as well and check out the Locked On NFL podcast, especially on Thursday. So let's move forward from that little advertisement for you, but I'm just very proud, very honored to have this opportunity. I've, I've hoped for this chance for a few years now since I took over the podcast and just wanted to share with you guys that moment because all of your support and all of your help listening to the show is what gave me the opportunity and put me in a position to be considered for this role. So thank you guys so much and please check out the Locked On NFL podcast on YouTube or on your podcast app today. Let's move forward into Mike Vrabel's comments, what you guys came for. So, Mike Vrabel, first thing I want to play for you guys, audios courtesy, courtesy of TennesseeTitans.com, of course, as always. But Mike Vrabel talked about what exactly he's looking for out of his roster going into the preseason game. He talked about the entire training camp process, but talks about this preseason game as well. I think hopefully it's from practice one, and then it continues to build, and if you have a bad day, you know, you come back and, you know, and improve on it and let it go because there's going to be a lot of plays in the game that go 
kind of how we want them, and there's going to be some, some obviously bad plays. See how they respond, see how they play when they get tired, see how they do when they get hit. Uh, full speed or tackle or have to tackle somebody, how they have to go from offense to special teams or special teams to defense. Um, and, you know, and the emotions and how they control their emotions of, of being real excited and, you know, got to save a little bit for the game, um, how hard they play, uh, what the level of their competitiveness is, and, um, you know, are they, how, how do they get out there when, when you're in live action? And I'm not breaking any news, but of course that matters. If any of you guys have played organized sports at all, you know there are certain people who either A, they just don't bring it in a game. They look good in practice, but when the lights are on, when it's time to go, they just don't have the same ability to get it done. And then on the flip side, there are guys who just don't really look that good in practice, but you go ahead and flip on the game and they are ready to go. I can think of a specific example here. Think about a guy like Tim Tebow. You know, Tim Tebow, we've seen the highlights of him in practice, throwing ducks all over the place, but nobody is going to bring it like Tim Tebow did back in the day when the game actually happened. Vince Young, another guy like that coming from the Titans, a historically terrible practice player, but always was going to give you his all and step up to the plate when the game was on the line. And do not get in my mentions on Twitter and tell me Vince Young sucked. I will stand Vince Young, one of my favorite quarterbacks we ever had. Don't feel like hearing the hate. Vince Young, you're my boy. Love you, VY. Favorite college football player of all time. But anyways, Mike Rabel's right on there. How guys play in the game is really going to matter more than some of the things that they do in practice because at the end of the day, you got to play the games. But let's move forward. Hear Mike Rabel's thoughts on a couple individual people. The rookies. These quotes really stood out to me. The rookies are really going to have a chance to make a big impression on on the coaching staff in a game environment. And Mike Vrabel talked about some of the defensive rookies he's interested in watching on Friday. You know, Weaver, I would love to watch Weaver. You know I mean? He's had a good couple days. He's been active. I don't know. We'll see. But a week ago, I don't know if I was really excited to watch him play, but I am now. Um, you know, I would love to see Monty Rice go out there and run around and just play football, play linebacker, have fun, lead a defense, you know, and then and then coach them up after the game, correct the mistakes. You know, Mike, I gotta be honest. I'm with you. I'm excited to watch all the rookies play. And a little bit of a, a spoiler, a tease for you guys. I got a feeling that every rookie is going to be on my list of players I'm most excited to watch, or players these games mean the most for. When I do that as part of my preview on tomorrow's show. Now. The defensive rookies weren't the only guys that Mike Vrabel talked about. Mike Vrabel talked about offensive tackle rookie Dylan Radins earlier in training camp. He mentioned how it's been up and down for him. They'd like to see more improvement. They'd like to see more consistency. He talked about Radins, who's been improving throughout this week of camp. Yeah, I think that there's some versatility that he has shown. You know, I think as you guys have watched practice, he has been at multiple places. I think that that's good for a rookie to be able to handle all that inside, outside, right, left. Um, now maybe just start to clean up the technique and things maybe slow down a little bit for him and uh, start to see some improvement. But I have started to see some improvement, and you know he would be one of those guys that you know, this game is going to be you know, real important for him to, to validate um, some of that uh, improvement or development. 
I'm going to have a close eye on Dylan Radins during the game, and I'm going to pick one of these players to do a film-based study on for you guys next week. Get into that film room, baby. Let's go. It's time. So I'm going to do a film breakdown on whichever of these rookies impresses me most, or heck, maybe it won't even be a rookie. Just a young player who is not one of the big-time starters on the team. going to do a little film breakdown of their performance on Friday. So hopefully Dylan Radins plays well, and it may just, in fact, be him. Still have hopes for him. Obviously, my prediction of him starting at right tackle looks like it's probably going to be wrong, but either way, still hoping he can blossom into a very good player, and heck, he may be starting by the back half of the season. But the last thing that I wanted to add in here for you guys is Mike Vrabel's thoughts on the taunting rules. The NFL increased the penalty for taunting. They're putting an emphasis on it. I don't know who asked for that. I love taunting. When Antoine Winfield Jr. threw up the peace sign right in Tyreek Hill's face during the Super Bowl, who didn't like that? Show yourselves, cowards. Everyone loved that. That was the most memorable moment from that Super Bowl. And the NFL doesn't want that in? Well, got news for you guys. Mike Vrabel doesn't want it in either. Boo! Well, I mean, I think taunting is always something that's been in the rule book. And, uh, you know, there's one thing about being excited and having fun and playing physical and fast and, and, and winning. But, but I don't think that those things should be directed at an opponent. You know, and I think we've all seen that. I mean, I think the coaches, you know, want it called. We don't want to see guys, you know, pointing the finger at somebody's face, pointing the ball in somebody's face, standing over top of somebody. Um, you know, go, the whole idea is that it's directed at an opponent. You know, so there'll be plenty of physical plays, plenty of, of violent plays and, and production and just go, you know, celebrate with a teammate because, you know, again, that that's why we do this. You know, it's a, it's a vicious, violent, but amazing team sport. And these guys work hard uh, to, to prepare all week to go out to make plays. And hopefully that we can, we can start to celebrate with our teammates uh, and not direct that at an opponent. And if you do get a taunting, again, it's, it's something that would, be, that would be dumb to hurt the football team with a 15-yard penalty, you know, such as if you're going in to score uh, and you taunt the opponent, you know, they could, they could enforce that on the extra point. Could be bad weather. Could be mud, snow, you could be ice, could be kicking an extra point from the 30 yard line, you know, to tie or win a game. And, uh, you know, or it's you know, spotted off on the kickoff and now you're kicking off, you know, from, uh, from the 20, 20 yard line. So, again, we don't, we don't want to do, we don't want to play that way. We want to play fast and have fun and, and be excitable, um, but celebrate with our teammates. Oh my God, what a Debbie Downer, Mike. Give me a break. Anyways, that is the highlights from Mike Vrabel's press conference. I found all of those little tidbits kind of interesting, but we are going to move forward and talk about two players that were signed by the Titans on Wednesday. And different than the normal situation, I actually think that one of these players has a pretty good chance to make this roster. I'll tell you who that is after we talk about betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football season is right around the corner. Make sure that you sign up at betonline.ag today. You can use your laptop or your mobile device, but when you sign up, make sure that you put in the promo code Locked On. Even if you don't make your first deposit when you create your account, by throwing that promo code Locked On in there, when you do make your first deposit, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. Bet Online is literally giving you free money when you use the promo code Locked On. 
Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We are going to cap off this Thursday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast, going over two signings that the Titans made on Wednesday. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you guys about the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Make sure that you follow the Locked On Bets podcast Brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. So we started off today's show talking about everything you needed to know from Wednesday's practice. Then we heard Mike Vrabel's highlights from his Wednesday press conference. Now the two signings. The first signing that was made by the Titans was early in the day, and it was tight end Gabe Holmes. Now Holmes is six foot five. 255 pounds, very big body tight end, going to be able to block for you, going to be able to be physical. He got into the league in 2016. He didn't really play much because he got hurt. 2017, 2018, he played in 10 games with the Arizona Cardinals, spent time on practice squads and out in and out of the league in 2019 and 2020. Never had a catch in an NFL game in the 10 games that he was play that he played in. Like I said, he's going to be primarily a blocking tight end, and he is a direct replacement for Donnie Ernsberger, who got hurt and was cut from the Titans earlier this week. Now, this is a camp body, in my opinion. Gabe Holmes is not going to make this roster, but hey, never say never. The next signing, though, is who I really want to talk about, and it's Tedrick Thompson, the safety. He's six foot. 204 pounds. He's a four-year veteran who came into the league in 2017. He played three seasons with Seattle, had some time with Kansas City as well as played in 37 games, has 16 starts, 93 tackles, three interceptions, and he's played 378 career snaps on special teams. So he has the ability to help there. I think Thompson has a great chance to make this roster. And one thing that I do want to mention, Dane Crookshank. Dane Crookshank, Missed practice again on Wednesday. He's been hurt basically throughout training camp. He was hurt all last year. Listen, some guys' bodies just aren't meant to play in the NFL. They can't stay healthy. They can't hold up. And if Dane Crookshank isn't going to be able to be available to the Titans, it doesn't matter how good of a player he is or how well he played in Baltimore two playoffs ago or anything like that. The guy can't stay on the field. And the Titans need somebody they can rely on. I like Matthias Farley, but this could even be a bad sign for him. If the Titans want that that veteran guy, I'm thinking they're going to keep four safeties. You got Byron Hooker, of course. But then my thought was they're going to keep Matthias Farley as a guy who they can count on to be that third safety. And then they're going to keep Dane Crookshank in the last year of his rookie contract and see if he could stay healthy and actually be that third safety for them. But if they know now that Crookshank just isn't going to stay healthy to do that, then you're going to need that fourth safety to bring in. And quite frankly, a guy like Brady Breeze, a guy like Maurice Smith, I just don't think that they're talented enough to be that guy. And Thompson comes in with so much experience, a full season worth of starts, 93 tackles, 37 games. I mean, he's a guy like Farley who has played a ton in the NFL, has a lot of experience, has played in a starting role plenty of time. And when you have a guy who started at times in the NFL and you're getting him to 
be a backup for you. I mean, that's a great idea from the Titans' perspective. I really like the pickup of Thompson. I think Thompson and Farley have a great chance to make this roster if Dan Crookshank cannot stay healthy, which right now, that seems to be the case. But that is going to do it for today's show. Like I said, we talked about everything from practice on Wednesday, Mike Vrabel's highlights from his press conference, two new player signings. I'm going to be back with you guys tomorrow with a full preview of Friday night's preseason game. Make sure that you don't miss it. Also, please check out the Locked On NFL show today, whether it be YouTube or podcast, for real. I'd really, really appreciate it. It's not a lot not a lot to ask. You know, I will say what's funny, though, is my first appearance covering the NFL nationally in my life I had to talk about the Colts and the Ravens. Talked about all the big Colts news from Wednesday. And there was a lot, a lot of optimistic news for the Colts. Just the truth. And then we talked about all the injuries that the Ravens are having to their rookies right now. You guys may enjoy that conversation a little bit more. But just hilarious. The two teams that I really hate the most right now in the NFL are the Colts and the Ravens from a Titans perspective. And we had to discuss those. Now, I, I keep it I keep it 100 You guys know this about me. I'm going to keep it legit and give you honest opinions. I'm not going to be biased just because I don't like those teams. I was very honest, and at times I was very, you know, courteous and complimentary to the Colts organization, but I kept balance in there too because everybody wants to, you know, give all this credit to Chris Ballard, but got to give credit to Mike Herndon who pointed out on Twitter, 32-32, and and 1-2 in the playoffs. So a lot of praise and a lot of love from the media for a guy who's 500 and his four years as GM. But anyways, check out the Locked On NFL podcast here on Thursday. I would appreciate it. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked On Titans.